0: From NPR, it's World Cafe. Hey, I'm Kaleo. When I found out Jason Singer, who performs as Michigander, had broken his leg filming a music video for his upcoming EP, It Will Never Be The Same, I was bummed. Because it's impossible not to root for Singer, whose mix of optimism and vulnerability in his music has been one of indie rock's most exciting stories in the last few years. Thankfully, his leg is healed, there's a new tour, and It Will Never Be the Same, drops at the end of this month. I caught up with Jason after he played a session for World Cafe, where he was a longtime listener and first-time performer, to talk about the long journey from playing bars underage as a teenager all over Michigan to recording in the Prince Room at Sunset Sound Studios. Our chat's in just a moment, but first a performance of Stay Out of It. And by the end, there's a good chance you too will be rooting for Michigander. It's World Cafe.
1: Here we go looking, time to bite my tongue We've been stuck in this cycle for long enough Try to save my breath, maybe just this once We could forget about it still might not be enough. No more safety nets, they're all watching us. Only silence inside of an empty look. let Thanks,
0: everybody. Recorded live from the stage of World Cafe, it's Michigander with Stay Out of It. It's from the new EP, It Will Never Be the Same, which is due out at the end of March. I'm Kaleo on World Cafe. So thrilled to be joined by Michigander, AKA Jason Singer, who is in studio with us. So uh, this is a pretty big moment, a long time coming moment. In October, you were set to release your EP, Go out on a headlining tour, and then out of nowhere, an unexpected injury changes everything. Um, first off, how is your leg? My leg's good. I'm walking around. As you could see, i like on the stage. I was moving
2: around, feeling good, uh, a lot better. Every week is a little better, um, but uh, I'm still a little stiff. There's like metal in my leg now. Yeah. We
0: should rewind a little bit. You So you broke your leg on a video shoot, Yeah, so correct? I was shooting
2: a music video for a song called Super Glue. We were in the mountains outside of Los Angeles. I slipped on some brush broke my leg there was no cell service (laughs) so um we had to like pack up the video set and then go get the rangers and they like came with the fire department and ambulances and then took me to a hospital in pasadena and i got a surgery and i was out there for a couple days um the best part is it was really cheap
0: no, I'm just which, kidding. Which part? None uh, of it was uh, cheap. Yeah. It was very y- You made some friends. You yeah. met a lot of people that day. We
2: met a lot of people that day, and hopefully they are listening to the music because that would be a silver lining. But yeah, I was off my. I couldn't walk on it for like. It was non weight bearing for like eight weeks or something crazy. So I was just rolling around like on a knee scooter and just basically stuck at home for eight weeks. It was very depressing, honestly, for just three months. Stuck at home.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing that I was thinking about. So you've got this thing coming up. You've got this, like, you're yeah. super stoked about this great new music. You're going to get to go out and play it for people. Like, I I could feel the emotion in the post that you put up on Twitter, basically saying after a lot of contemplation thinking about this, that you postponed it. Yeah. What What's going on in your head? What, what sort of led to that decision?
2: Well, we were thinking, like, if we're going to go out, this is like a big moment. Yeah. Because we think this is like the best. Well, I know it's the best music I've ever made so far. And I was like, we can't just like, we have to give it everything we got. And so, like, that means the shows need to be good. And if I can't, like, sit in a van or sit on a stand on a stage for like an hour and a half, then I don't know how we're going to do it. So we just decided, like, let's, if we can push it everything, then let's just do that, which was really hard. And then in the middle of all, so like, that's hard enough as it is. Um, I like let all my friends borrow my musical gear because I was like, I don't want to do anything. Like I just, really? like I, my, I like, like all my like my cool stuff that I like make songs with. I was like, I don't really want to see any of that right now. I'm just bummed. So I was just, like, and then during that, my wife was. She works at a music venue in Nashville. She actually got ran over by a truck walking to work. and was in the hospital for like five days with a traumatic brain injury and. Whoa. Yeah, all right on top of each other, and it was like the first time I've really experienced like. Anxiety and like panic attacks for like a month and it was just the worst time but now that we're like coming out of it and things are getting back to normal and she's finally going back to work and Things you know just being on the road with my friends playing music again and getting to talk to people and stand in front of us I got pretty emotional on stage like a minute ago when we were playing just like this is what I do and I haven't got to do it in so long and it was a really special
0: I want to actually get into the EP it is like it inherently has the DNA of the music that you've made over the last several years, but it definitely feels like it's taken the the next step, Thanks. the next level. So can you talk a little bit about like what you wanted to do with these set of songs on It Will Never Be the Same?
2: Yeah, so the songs, um, I've always done things one way, making the music, and I was like, I would go work with my friend in Michigan and we'd write this, we'd, I'd like write the song bring it in. We'd record it all in like a day or two. And we're like, good to go. Let's go. So everything was like that. It was just really quick. Um, and then this time I was like, we should level up across the board. So I actually had the whole EP recorded that way. Mm-hmm. And then we decided we should wait, push, and like take it and re-record it with a different person. And just get a fresh set of ears and a fresh set of hands on it. And so we went to Los Angeles and worked with Tony Hoffer. Yeah. Who's done like M83 and- Back. Back every, yeah. So many cool records that are very formative and important to me. And um, getting to work with him was like amazing. We got to work at Sunset Sound, which is like a legend- Legendary. Yeah, like yeah. we worked in like the quote <laughs> Prince room. And there was like a microphone that said this is, it's like it was like labeled Prince's mic. <laughs> and we like the piano that Prince used in like most of his recordings we got to use on our record. And it's it's just, you know, I always was just kind of like, you don't need to do that. But it was just, it, you know, like it it made us feel, it made us feel like we were doing something a little better and bigger. And like, and it's also like you, you're, it's it's hard not to be inspired when like Rufus Wainwright is in the next room. Yeah. And Andrew Bird is in another room and Miley Cyrus is in another room, which is like, wow, all these like legendary people that we can learn so much from are like literally in the next room working on their new music. And we're in here, this little band from the Midwest making these little songs, and it's just like, whoa, maybe maybe we, need, like, we were forced to level up. It just feels really inspiring to be in that environment in general.
0: It's uh, Jason Sigger, a.k.a. Michigander. Let's listen to another live performance. It's in my head on World Cafe. it's a performance of in my head recorded live at World Cafe from my guest Michigander. I am Kaleo along with Jason Singer who performs as Michigander. The new EP is it will never be the same coming out at the end of March. So you go into you go to LA and go work with Tony Hoffer and it seems like a you know a good way to get out of your comfort zone a little bit try some new things level up I believe is the phrase you yeah. used. You also started songwriting with other songwriters. You did some co-writes, which is something that was you hadn't done in the studio before, right?
2: Yeah, I've done like I've dabbled in it, but this, yeah, but now you're gonna we, you're gonna work, work with some people. Andy Hall from Manchester Orchestra, orchestra, yeah. Yeah, with a song you just heard, um, he um, was like, "I'm in, let's do something." So I drove down to Atlanta, and I. From Nashville, and I walk up to a door and knock on the door, and Andy opens. He's like, "Hey, I'm Andy." I was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're, you're a big Manchester man, fan. Oh yeah, they're fan. like one
2: of the ba- they're like one of the bands that, like that inspired me to do what I'm doing in the first place. And now, like to like know them and have toured with them and to like be in their their headquarters or whatever and making music with them and like then, holy crap, got to release a song with them, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, dream come true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jason Singer of Michigander is here. The new EP out at the end of the month is called It Will Never Be the Same. Hearing that title or when it was announced back in August, I think of of 2022, I kept thinking about your previous EP. Everything will be Okay eventually. And it feels like with the new EP it will never be the same those two titles are in conversation with
2: yeah, one another sort of, yeah
0: can you tell me a little bit about like how they relate or or, or if there was an intentional you know sort of uh, yeah message behind it
2: the first the first well every, everything will be okay eventually was kind of something i just was like my mantra during um the pandemic and like being like it'll everything will be fine eventually we'll be back we'll, we'll do cuz everything was it was like a similar situation as breaking my leg it's just we had all this stuff going for us and then it just stopped. Mm -hmm. And so now this new record is kind of like talking about how like post pandemic and post 2020 and post make whatever that was that moment in our lives, which affected literally the entire world. Like we're aren't like things aren't going to be the old normal way. Like cities aren't going to, I don't like feel like Detroit's a great example. Um, Detroit isn't going to come back as an auto city. Like the reason Detroit existed in the first place was it was like the auto capital of the world and all these people were building cars there. Mm -hmm. And like the future of Detroit probably isn't that. The future of Detroit is probably art and tech and other things. And it's learning like that's totally okay to change. And it's if it's going to make you better and learning like that it's on a personal level it's like my life isn't going to be the same like I got married last year and um I moved to a new city and I've like learned a lot about myself and learned about like what I want to do with my life and my priorities and I won't be the same you know and like socially politically and just everything the world is not going to be the same so the theme is like the cover of the record is an abandoned mall because like malls aren't really <laughs> they're not coming back. They're not coming back. No. Uh, unfortunately, I loved going to Apostle. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was in high school Airpostle hot topic, Spencers. Spencers. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go to Spencers. Oh but yeah, 18 I, and up. That's right. Yeah, but I would sneak in there and <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I just um things are things are different and like that's okay. Just like okay to be it's okay to be okay with
0: the change. Well, let's take a listen to better. It's Michigander on World Cafe. It's Michigander with a performance of Better recorded live from the stage of World Cafe in Philadelphia from the 2021 EP, Everything Will Be Okay Eventually. Jason Singer of Michigander is my guest. I'm Kaleo. The band's name is Michigander. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last year, maybe a little bit earlier, you moved to Nashville. (laughs) I did move to Nashville. Nashville is not in Michigan. That's true. Um, That is true. uh, How dare you? Okay, uh, seriously... um, what was the uh, what was the impetus for the move to Nashville?
2: Um, so my wife is like has been living in Nashville for a long time, and so uh, we were long distance for a while, and then um, I was just going back and forth, back and forth, and I was like, she's gonna move to Michigan. <laughs>
0: <Then> just, <laughs> How bold of you!
2: But, I, but then, like as, as I was going down there more, I was like, man, Nashville is like they don't call it Music City for no reason. Yeah, there's just a lot of people I respect and look up to, and. Just like infrastructure for a musician and touring, and, and it's also like centrally centrally located in the United States for the most part, and uh, as for where we tour, and so it was like, why don't we? Why don't I just move there? If you look at like where I lived in Michigan, I was just always like popping from one city to the next city around Michigan. I never was like this is my home in Detroit or this is my home in Grand Rapids or whatever. It was just like I live here for a little bit, then I move there for a little bit, then I move back and it was just like there was no like this whole whole state kind of felt like home, but I didn't really have like a corner of it that felt like it was
0: mine. Where did you pick up music? Like what was there? Do you remember like a specific city or time or town that 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 started to like go, oh, this is what I want to do.
2: Central Michigan University is based in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, which is about thirty minutes from Midland, Michigan. yeah, that uh, that was the radio station there that played World Cafe, which is crazy. And I would, like drive around in my minivan, like listening every night to this to the show and hearing all these bands. and then they and then the, on, on when that show wasn't playing, they just played all this like all these types of bands that I had never heard of coming from like, Small little town because, I mean, we had top 40 radio. But yeah. then, like, turning to the college station. So I was like, I'm going to – I was like, Mount Pleasant seems cool. They play have a good radio station there. So I was like, I'm going to go to Mount Pleasant and play open mic nights. And I'm going to sneak off every Saturday night and play a cover set at a bar from 3, like, 3, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. I was just playing in front of a corner for, like, 300 bucks or something. How old were you at that point? Uh, I was in high school.
0: So this, wow, you didn't even. I went was to like, to yeah, there.
2: I was underage playing at bars, but they were just like, he's good, so he's good enough for this. So we'll pay you three hundred bucks. We'll feed you dinner. Like I couldn't even drink, and they were like, they like knew it too.
0: They were very excited that yeah. they didn't have to pay you an alcohol. Yeah,
2: they, I didn't. I couldn't take any of their booze, and they could just pay me probably a lot less than any other artist. They would quote artist. I guess they would have come play and uh, play for three hours, and I get home at one in the morning. No one ever asked where I was, and like. My parents. were what? Just like, I was like, I'm just going to hang out with my buddy Adam, and we're just gonna go to Applebee's, maybe see a movie or something, and then I would come home at like 1:30 in the morning, and with
0: $300 in with your 300 pocket. With 300 bucks. I'd should... be
2: like, I'm just playing, and like, I don't yeah, my they, my parents weren't very observant.
0: Uh, but the, I'm imagining they are supportive, or were supportive.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, I was kind of like hesitant to tell anybody what I was doing.
0: Yeah, I was like, how do you reveal that all this money I've made is well from, because because
2: I was like, I don't really want to tell people I'm doing music until like. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. And like I know that I'm doing it good. So like I like hid everything from like friends and everything. I was just like there's like five friends of mine that knew I was going and playing and writing and like recording stuff. And I was like, I don't want want to tell anybody until I'm like really sure of it. And I'm like, know that what I'm doing is good. So like when I put I like recorded my first EP, and I like put my like I like dedicated it to like my, my family. Oh. And I was like, hey, I just want to you know, this is what I've been doing with my life, and I'm gonna be okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this.
0: And your what did your uh, family think when they like, oh, revealed cool. this uh, Peter Parker secret?
2: Yeah, they were like, that's cool, Jace, But how you making any money? It's <laughs> like, oh yeah. And then like years later, I got a song on like Teen Mom or something. And my dad it was just me and my dad home, and I was like, hey, dad, you should turn on MTV. He's like, MTV. And we turned on Teen Mom, and we or visit VH1. I don't know. We watched Teen Mom, and one of my songs was in there. And he's like, oh, you got paid for that? I said, yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? And he's like, yeah, that's awesome.
0: This has been like a persistent journey that actually probably feels a little bit more meaningful. Uh-huh. You've been doing this for what? A decade, right? A little bit longer?
2: Uh, it's 20. Oh, my gosh. since 2014, so almost coming up. like no, coming up on a decade. Next year. Yeah.
0: And now your your songs are on the radio, your headlining yeah. thing. You've got this incredible EP that's dropping. Thanks. Yeah. Like,
2: it's very surreal. And it's like it doesn't hit me and it's like I just feel like I have so – I know I have so much more to go and so much I want to say and so much I want to do. And, like, I just know that it feels like I've been doing it forever, but a lot of times it just, like, feels like I'm just getting started in a way. Yeah, It's wild.
0: Well. So wild. I'm so stoked for you. Thank you. I'm really excited. Yeah, and, and yes, you can check this one off the list, too. Played World Cafe. This
2: was the, like, I, I years ago, World Cafe was, I like, tweeted the show. And I was like, hey, uh, care about my band, maybe? Play my song? And they played, they were, like, the first radio station, first show to ever play with my music. A very emotional day being here today.
0: Well, I am thrilled we've got one more song uh, to check out. Let's listen to Let Down. We're talking with Michigander here on World Cafe.
1: Concepts worth exploring Never nervous Never boring I don't want to mess it up No, I don't want to mess it up Crossing state lines She let me down. Me down it's just you guys it's just you guys okay Cause I got-
2: Thanks, everybody.
0: See you soon. Recorded live for World Cafe. It's Let Down. It's from Michigander. The new EP, It Will Never Be The Same, is out March 31st. Look for it. Jason, man, this was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in. Totally. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. And please come back and see us again soon. Anytime, anytime. That's Michigander. We're back in a minute with more World Cafe.